Welcome one, welcome all. We're glad to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We are live. We are at Franklin Field at the Rock Complex uh, here in uh, Franklin, Wisconsin. Home of the Milwaukee Milkmen. And uh, we're glad to have you. Glad to have you on board today. And uh, we've got uh, a lot of good stuff happening today. We're going to talk with Anthony Barone coming up here at the bottom of the hour. He's the manager of the Milkmen. And the reason we are here is because uh, tonight is Fisher House Wisconsin night. Um, and uh, Fisher House Wisconsin night tonight is, um, you know, it's, it's obviously very near and dear to my heart. Uh, but that being said, We've got uh, this evening a uh, discount on tickets, and in addition to that, and I posted the link a little while ago, too, over on uh, the Facebook fan page, but uh, if you go to that link, because the, the weather should clear up. I mean, right now it's, you know, there's thunderstorms in the area, and I know that uh, we've got a lot of rain sweeping across the state of Wisconsin, but uh, by about 2 o'clock today, it's supposed to clear up and get really nice, and it's supposed to be a beautiful night. And uh, tonight, if you come to the Milkman game, you got a day game for the Brewers, so there's nothing else going on this evening. So tonight, uh, you can come to the Milkman game. You can uh, buy the ticket via the link and go ahead and get in and enjoy yourself here this evening. But uh, if you buy it via that link, uh, a portion of the proceeds will go to Fisher House, Wisconsin. So that's the reason we're here, and that's the reason we're promoting it. And so thanks to the Milkmen for putting this game together. Uh, well, you know, putting this together with in conjunction with their ticket sales and with Fisher House Wisconsin and donating and such, and uh, we appreciate it. So good stuff. That's uh, that's what we're doing here today. So hanging out here in, uh, in the press box. Nothing going on right now other than a little bit of rain out in front of me. Uh, for those uh, that are watching on the live stream, and checking it out uh, right now, not a whole lot else happening. But uh, it is a, a gray, dreary sky and a lot of thunder in the area. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you can hear it in the background or not, but uh, we're going to be here all, all day today. And then tomorrow we're going to be on the road. We're going to be up at uh, Lambeau, just outside of Clark Hinkle Field, doing the program. And tomorrow we're going to be at uh, Packers Training Camp and uh, then at Road America with a few of the drivers coming up on Friday. So we are completely loaded for the remainder of the week. We're loaded today, as a matter of fact. Anthony Barone is going to be joining us uh, coming up here in a little bit, uh, the Milwaukee Milkman manager. And then coming up at the top of the next hour, Tim Allen, host of the baseball postgame show in Milwaukee. He's going to be joining us. We're going to talk some Brewers baseball. Brewers with a furious comeback last night, led by a three-run blast uh, off of the bat of one Christian Yelich, who is as hot as hot gets right now. But uh, ultimately, that fell short. Uh, Unfortunately, that fell short. And then also you've got uh, later on today, we're going to talk with Zach Heilprint. So we are going to go all over the place because we're here in Franklin at the ballpark. Then we're going to talk to Tim Allen, uh, who is going to be covering the Brewers today, Brewers with a day game. Then we're heading down to Big Ten Media Day to talk to Zach Heilprint down in Indianapolis, who is covering the Badgers. And then we're going to go live up to Green Bay, where we're going to talk to Mike Clemens, who was uh, up there covering the Packers. So we're everywhere today. We're all over the place. If you want to get a hold of the program, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to get a hold of me over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Grant, uh, or I should say at Wisco Grant. You can find uh, our buddy Grant Bills producing the program over there. And uh, then it kind of goes from there as well. You can uh, find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. 
all that kind of good stuff. So a uh, good way to track us down today. Uh, Grant, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Bill. I'm a little bit jealous that you're at The Rock in Franklin because I love that place. Uh, we Have you went, been here? Yeah, I went there in January, and we did some skiing, and I'd never skied yeah. there before. It was small, but it was, you know, just a couple minutes from from where we were, and it was a blast, and I had one of the best beers of my life. There, there's, no, there's no beer like the break to warm up in between uh, hitting the slopes. You ski for an hour, right. you come in, loosen the boots, have a beer, and then you go back out. Oh, yeah, I had a great time there. I've never yeah. been to a Milkman game, though. Yeah, they uh, they built this complex a few years back, and uh, the Milkmen have really, uh, well, the whole complex itself has become entrenched into the Franklin area, and people come from all over, whether it's the games or, like you had mentioned, over to the ski hill. Uh, this is also where the destination, the first uh, leg of the motorcycle ride is going to be. And what's really cool about it is they have a two-sided uh, big screen in the uh, in the facility here. And if you're watching on the live stream, you can see it in the upper left-hand corner of your screen. They got a big uh, big video board here, but on the outside of the video board, it's the exact same. It mimics what's going on inside the ballpark, so you can see it from outside the ballpark. And they run the video of Fisher House, Wisconsin, and such uh, for us when the motorcycle ride comes here. So we will fill that back parking lot with motorcycles on Sunday, September 3rd, and then everybody goes up to the Umbrella Bar, and then down below there's fields for, you know, youth baseball. There's more baseball fields on the backside, softball fields and, and such. And then behind us, if you follow on the Facebook fan page or on Instagram, the Bill Michael Show on Instagram, uh, there's a bunch of pictures there from earlier today. The cruiser is here, and we were over at uh, Lux Golf Bays is just behind us, which Lux Golf Bays is obviously a big sponsor of the program as well. So uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, so just kind of sitting here, hanging out, and you're right. Uh, whether it's the Umbrella Bar, which is what we went to last week, or you're out here uh, skiing, or we've brought the kids over here to do tubing and sledding and snowboarding and stuff, and then you're inside, you're having beverages, watch them go down the uh, hill, sit by the fire for a little bit, and then back inside for more beverages. Yes, that uh, that's a hell of a night right there. And I've spent quite a few nights uh, over at uh, Lux Golf Base. Uh, hitting the, and now they've got a new restaurant here, too. Uh, they've got a, a wood fire pizzeria here, so they've got a lot of good stuff going on over here. And they've got a, a wheel and sprocket bicycle shop. They've got a burger place. They've got uh, there's a, a mixed bar over here as well, kind of a coffee bar and liquor bar. So uh, there's plenty of things going on over here. So anyway, that being said, good stuff o over here at, at the uh, the Rock Complex. So. There you have it. Um, also today, uh, we've got, uh, like I had mentioned a little earlier, we have got um, the uh, the manager of the Milkmen. We're going to talk with Tim Allen about last night's ball game. Last night's ball game, Abbott, for whatever reason, I mean, he made his debut against the Brewers, and again last night, completely baffled the Brewers. Now, don't get me wrong; he's done it to everybody. But it's just the, the Brewers just cannot figure Abbott out for Cincinnati. And Corbin Burns didn't have a great outing last night, ended up taking the loss. Uh, wasn't a bad outing either, but uh, the Brewers just couldn't muster anything. Ran themselves out of an inning yesterday, which was just unbelievably stupid. Uh, I thought it was a terrible play uh, to, to send them. And instead you get gunned out for the third out of the inning at home plate. Uh, and it wasn't even close. Uh, it was, you know, I'm screaming stop, stop, stop. And, you know, it, anyway, uh, that being said, uh, it was a it was a rough outing last night for the Brewers. And you look at that one wasted run and you think, had you not wasted that run, you probably tie it up. And who knows what happens after the fact. But 
you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, back at it again today, and trying to win the series. And uh, the Brewers, it's amazing how much the Brewers have dominated Cincinnati in the season series and yet uh, are only a half game ahead of them in the standings. And that's because Cincinnati can just hit the hell out of the baseball. I mean, just big time. They can hit. They can hit. They just don't have uh, stellar pitching, uh, at least not, uh, you know, until they face the Brewers. But uh, the one thing is, is I was reading – the statistics against every other team in the National League, the Brewer, the, the Reds were averaging, I think it was 5.2 runs per game. Against the Brewers, they were averaging 1.4 runs per game. And going into last night's ball game, which is, you know, again, proof positive that good pitching be, beats good hitting, and the Brewers certainly have good pitching. But, man, it's just uh, the Brewers have had the Reds' number for the most part uh, but it, it's just amazing that they have dominated them in the season series after this is complete, regardless of what happens today. They've dominated them, but still only a half game up. And if they lose this one today, they're a half game down. So uh, anyway, uh, Kyle says, I wonder if Freelick was ever benched in his career up to this point against a lefty. He's one of the only guys that's producing, and CC sits him because it's a lefty matchup. I'm not a fan of that at all. Uh, I, I just I don't know why. The lineup was yesterday the way it was, especially when you got guys that are hot and have been hitting. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's frustrating to say the very least. I completely agree with you. Um, Gary says Weimer's playing time starting to diminish. Uh, it is, but only because his offense is so incredibly poor. Uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he probably should go down and, and start to get a swing back in the minors before coming back up. Um, I, and I, you know, but what are you going to do at this point? You only have so many guys. You've been completely banged up. I think you still have, what is it, uh, 11 or 12 guys on the IL. So you can. You know, there's only so many guys you can go to. Your pool is only so deep. Uh, Adam, again, says uh, they can't hit the ball. You need to take your chances when they actually make contact. Um, yeah, Adam, I, I agree you have to take chances, but not in that particular situation and certainly um, not that far out. I mean, that was obvious to everybody in the ballpark. I think if you looked around when they sent them, you know, everybody, you know, palm to forehead, man. Like, what the hell are you doing? It was, it was, it, it wasn't even close. You know, they they talked about the possibility of, you know, obstructing the plate, but, you know, when you could take a bus and still stop at the bus stop and maybe get a hamburger and a beer before the, you know, you actually reach home, because the throw was there so far ahead of you, you know, you're not going to win that. So I, it was it was a bad call to begin with. Kyle says, why haven't the hitting coaches been able to get Weimer to stop trying to pull every pitch? Don't know. It's not that easy for hitting coaches. People just think that a hitting coach can make an adjustment and it's no big deal, and it's just not. It's not that easy. Being around the game so long, sometimes guys just look at pitches and they do what they do. You know, it's habitual. Um, uh, Billy says, uh, I think uh, the Reds and Brewers both will make the playoffs. Billy, I think you're smoking rope, man. I don't think so. Um, I mean, if, if they continue to win outside of what's going on um, right now, maybe. But because that's one of the weakest divisions in the National League, I don't think so. To be quite honest with you, I just don't think so. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. Um, I, I don't think, only for the fact that you look at this and the Reds are 56 and 47 and a half game back, You've got the Dodgers that are on top. You've got both the Braves and the uh, Phillies. Braves right now at 64 wins on the season. 
Uh, Phillies with 50. Maybe, you know, I, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility considering both of those teams continue to win. And, uh, you know, Arizona, San Francisco, Arizona certainly has faltered here as of late. Uh, Philadelphia, although they've come on a little bit uh, and they've took, uh, overtaken the Miami Marlins. Early on, the Marlins were probably going to be one of the teams that uh, ended up in the postseason. But you got the Phillies at 54 wins, the Marlins at 54 wins. Uh, let's see here. The Reds with 56. Brewers the same. 55 by Arizona. 55 by San Francisco. That's a whole bunch of jumble right there. I guess when you've got two teams like that chasing one another, it certainly can equate to wins. You know, they always say, you know, competition breeds excellence. So maybe they do. But, I God, I, I, would, be, I would be really surprised. It would be... It would be so much against the grain of what we've witnessed all season long, if that's the easiest way to put it. It would go so much against what we've seen all season long. But you know what? Where they stand right now, today, maybe you can make that claim. You certainly couldn't make that claim a month ago. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a, a quick break. Come back. we got a lot to get to today. Don't forget, coming up in about 45 minutes, Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show, is going to join us. We're going to head down to uh, talk to Zach Heilbrin down at Big Ten Media Day. And uh, then after that, we're going to talk with Mike Clemens, who was up in Green Bay. And you've got to the Packers with training camp kicking off today. So stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show broadcasting live at Franklin Field here in the Rock Complex in Franklin, Wisconsin, where tonight they've got a game. And if you go right now to the Facebook fan page and you buy tickets for tonight's game, under that link, that link will then uh, take you uh, to the Fisher House portion of it, and a portion of the proceeds go to Fisher House, Wisconsin. Stay tuned. we got more coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Broadcasting live at Franklin Field today, where a uh, special day today. Normally, we'd be up at uh, training camp, but today, Fisher House, Wisconsin, the benefactor of tickets. If you go to the link on the Facebook fan page uh, or to my Twitter account, you can uh, buy some tickets to uh, tonight's game against the Milwaukee or the Milwaukee Milkmen uh, play here tonight uh, down at Franklin Field. And a portion of the proceeds from those tickets actually goes to Fisher House, Wisconsin. So nothing going on tonight. Brewers play a day game today, which, by the way, leads me to uh, my next uh, comment real quick. And that is uh, since today they have a day game, a 110 start. Uh, we've got a lot going on, including Mike Clemens coming up in the last hour of the program. You don't want to miss it. Live from Packers Training Camp. So you want to download the app, WOZN, The Zone Madison, our flagship station out of, out of Madison. Uh, WOZN, The Zone. Download the app, and uh, you can still get the program. You can still watch the Brewers game. You can still listen to Packers coverage and such. So we got all of that coming up today for uh, many of our radio stations throughout the state that uh, flip over uh, Brewers affiliate-wise to Brewers baseball. So uh, there you go. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Anthony Barone is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him. He's the manager of the Milkman. We'll talk about Milkman play and uh, the uh, upcoming game this evening. Uh, don't forget Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show. He's about uh, 40 minutes away. We'll talk with him about this Brewers team right now. But uh, last night, Christian Yelich again goes yard. Yelich, by the way, uh, has the batting average now to 293, three for five last night with a dinger. The three-run homer, huge last night. And, you know, again, um, 
you know, I, I get all the questions, is he back? Let's see where it all sits at the end of the season. You know, because we've seen this before. You get two, three, four good weeks, and all of a sudden it, it goes south, and you hope that it doesn't. But uh, right now, man, just don't mess with the guy. He's He's been really, really good. Contreras last night, two for four, and he's been hitting the baseball pretty solid. Uh, Willie Adamas continues to struggle 0 for 3 again last night. Did take a walk, but two strikeouts. The one swing and a miss was way outside of the strikes, and I don't know what the hell he was looking at or how badly he was fooled. Uh, Montessario last night, 1 for 5 uh, with a strikeout. And uh, Joey Weimer did get a base knock last night, but sitting at 206, but he's been struggling as well. But uh, the bottom of the lineup, other than Caratini, uh, did not do a whole lot of anything last night so uh but you did get a couple of walks out of freelick who came in defensively speaking uh and still ended up getting on base a couple of times which is so it, it's 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 a little when you got a guy that's batting that well seeing it that well playing that well and energized you know it's kind of like i don't care if it's a lefty or a righty or a guy that throws you know by spitting baseballs out of his mouth just leave the guy in there that it, it's, it's sometimes, look, I, I'm, I'm all for statistically getting the best matchup. And then there's also the gut feeling of this guy's just on right now. You kind of you kind of ride the horse until the horse doesn't run anymore. And then you go back to setting him up for more success. But I'm just not a big fan of, uh, you know, it's it's like when a lefty's on the mound, you go all righty. When a righty's on the mound, you go all lefty and all and that. And it's just it, it seems like it's uh, it's it's just a little. Um, how do I put it? You're overthinking it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Just sometimes it's overthinking it. So, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy on a gray rainy day, but it's going to clear up later on this afternoon. So we're glad about that. Uh, Mark says, "Do you think Craig Council is tinkering way too much with the lineup? It seems like guys that were hitting the baseball were suddenly not playing, and that's maddening." Uh, Brewers fans have been harping on this for a long time. This is one of the reasons that Craig Council is one of the worst managers in baseball. Uh, wrong. Not one of the worst managers in baseball. As a matter of fact, he's got a team that's right now a half game up in the division. Uh, they're well over 500. Um, you you can't say that. <laughs> you, you, you could look at Buck Showalter and say maybe Buck Showalter would be the worst manager in baseball. For the amount of money that they've spent on that team, the amount of talent the Mets have had, and where they are at, I think there's a lot of New York fans that would probably disagree with your commentary. I mean, I get the emotion, being frustrated, but nobody's saying the worst manager in baseball when things are good and you're winning. You lose a game like that last night, it's it's frustrating. I understand it. You know, you bounce back today and you get yet another series win and another win against the team that's chasing you in the division, that you're not the worst manager in baseball. You know. Uh, Gary says, LOL, one of the worst managers in baseball. Are you kidding me? Uh, tell me you don't watch baseball without uh, specifically saying it. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, what else do we have here for you? This is from Mike. Mike says, uh, hey, hey, Bill, um, Christian Yelich is on fire. At what point do you then believe he is back? Mike, I, I don't know why. If I make the proclam- proclamation that he's back, does it matter? You know, I'm just holding steadfast to what I've seen over the last couple of years, and all I've said, all I'm saying is, is that he's on fire. I, he's he's hitting the hell out of the baseball. He's playing extremely well. He's going back to be a being a dangerous hitter. He's putting the bat on the ball more often than not. Last night, that double that he hit, 
Uh, he got out in front of the baseball. It was a low and away baseball that he still ended up pulling. And then, obviously, the three-run bomb in the ninth inning. But what he did last night was he's starting to show me that he's going back to putting more power and yank in the baseball rather than swinging late and slapping it down the uh, left field line. You know, he's he's getting there. I, I'm not, <laughs> I, you know, again, I, I just, until you do it for an entire season, you can't just say, oh, he's bad. He's not hitting 324 and he's not hitting 44 home runs, but he's certainly hitting so much better. And and over the clip over the last month, month and a half, he's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball. I think it, I, if I saw the numbers right last night, I think his average was over 360 over the last month and a half. So, yeah, I, I can, you can say he's back over the last month. But one month does not a season make, and it, it's not a, you know, it's, it's certainly not living up to the back of the baseball card as of yet. But when you go hitting 324 and 44 dingers and 100 RBIs and 110 runs scored, that's when he's back to what he was the day he went down with an knee injury. But he's he's as close as close gets. I mean, it's 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 awesome to watch. He's exciting to watch, right? He's exciting to watch. Stan says time to get uh, Adamas out of the three spot. Oh my God, I can I completely agree. They're forcing Willie Adamas in so he can maybe get some protection and get some help. But it's he's awful right now at the plate. And last night Willie Adamas swung at one. I, I have no. It was like he was swinging before it even left the pitcher's hand. Abbott was still in the release point, and it looked like Willie Adamas was already swinging at a breaking ball that was way down and outside. Way down and outside. So I completely agree with you. Uh, This is from Jake, who says, uh, I believe the Brewers and the Reds are going to battle it out to the very end, but it's going to be shocking if both of these teams get into the postseason. I don't see a wild card coming from the Central just yet. Uh, I still think that the Diamondbacks, Phillies, and Marlins all will have something to say about it, and let's not forget about the Giants either. Right? Um, Both very good. All four very good. You get three wild card teams, so maybe the Reds leak in, but or maybe the Brewers leak in. I still think the Brewers are going to win the division. No, I just don't think Cincinnati has enough pitching to sustain. Abbott's been stellar, and his ERA is fantastic. But I just don't think overall, unless they make a big move, to not only bolster the starting rotation, but also to get another arm in relief in the pen and middle relief, uh, maybe maybe sixth and seventh inning type of relief that can sustain. Uh, I don't I don't know if the Reds are going to have enough pitching. They certainly have enough hitting. Their offense is fantastic uh, on a night in and night out basis for the most part, but I just don't think they're going to have enough pitching to sustain. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Cunis RV. K U N E S Cunis RV dot com. That is CunisRV.com. The cruiser is here. And uh, tomorrow we're going to be on the road again. We're going to be up in Lambeau and then at Road America over the weekend uh, at the NASCAR Xfinity race. So look for us there as well. Tomorrow, uh, for those that have been asking, we are going to be across the street from uh, Clark Hinkle Field. And if you uh, know where the Best Western is in Green Bay, uh, right there, we're going to be um, sitting in the parking lot right across from D2. Uh, which is where we're going to be tomorrow. So that's the area that we are going to be, and that's what Armed Forces Drive. We're going to be right there on the corner next to uh, Armed Forces Drive, and the cameras will be up over on uh, the uh, Ray Nitschke Field and the Clark Hinkle Field and such, and then uh, you'll get the backup of Lambeau Field. So we'll be there, and then we're going to be at Road America. But all thanks to our friends at Cunis RV uh, and Wisconsin's number one RV dealer, by the way, number one. 
in customer satisfaction and uh, rated by you, those who buy. So it's not some kind of a rating that's made up by the system. It's rating by you. And they just want to say thanks. They've got a lot of great specials going on right now. If you're looking for a motorhome, fifth wheel, travel trailer, whatever it may be, check out our friends at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Anthony Barone, the manager of the Milwaukee Milkmen, going to join me here in the press box. Coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Limit four, as a matter of fact, and uh, God knows we uh, we can't live without our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, every time you stop by, use your Quick Rewards card, and they get you all kinds of good stuff. And when you're out traveling, whether it's heading down to the ballpark today and picking up some of your tailgate fare, or you're just out and about and want something quick to drink or quick to eat, it's always our friends over there at Quick Trip. Joining us uh, here in uh, in well, press box here at Franklin Field, which is where we're broadcasting today. Uh, and uh, Anthony Barone, who is the manager of the Milwaukee Milkman. How you doing today, man? We certainly appreciate you swinging by. Good, Bill. Yeah, thanks for having so, me. So uh, we're sitting here talking. So let's first and foremost, because people are not sure when they hear the Milkman, if you're, say, listening in Green Bay or you're listening in Wausau or something, this is the American League. Amer- American Association. Okay, yeah. the American Association yeah, of uh, baseball. independent baseball. So because uh, the question I had for you is you don't – it's not just collegiate guys, it's it's professional guys. These are guys that have either been in the bigs and are out or guys that are trying to make it to the bigs, correct? Correct, yeah. We have a, a diverse group of guys from whether it's the big leagues, AAA, AA, releases from all affiliated organizations and – we pay our players, and they're professional, and we do have some undrafted college guys that do come in and try to make their way that way as well. Um, familiar with the Brewers fans might be familiar with the guy Tim Dillard. Tim, yeah. Tim played with us a couple years back. Uh, we've had former All-Stars like Henderson Alvarez from the Marlins. Um, so, yeah, we have you know, we have an assortment of guys. Miguel Gomez, our third baseman right now, played a couple years with the San Francisco Giants in the big league. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a very very high level of baseball. So, how do you go about acquiring these guys? Just whoever's out there, are they trying out? Are you making calls? Are you getting uh, calls from agents? What yeah, agents? Big, you know, it's a the agent pool is huge. So, um, a lot of these guys, their agents will reach out um, looking for their next job. Uh, as a manager organization, we get all the we're partnered with MLB. Um, mm-hmm. The American Association is now a partner league with Major League Baseball. Uh, we get many of their minor league release lists with all their contact information and okay so we're we're constantly in touch with many affiliated organizations and um you know we're we're a path for those guys to get back and and hopefully reach their dreams now is it just you guys in the dock house uh, in the american association in the state of wisconsin correct okay yes because yeah. the rest of the leagues are northwoods league yeah, for the most part. As far as, far as I, I'm not really familiar with the Northwoods League, but yeah, it's, yeah. That's, okay. it's just us in the dock hounds here. Because there's a lot of baseball teams floating around the state of Wisconsin, but there's only yeah. you guys in the dock hounds Correct. that are uh, assimilated, so to speak. Um, so, first of all, you guys just hosted the All Star Game. How was that? It was phenomenal. Uh, great event. Uh, Monday and Tuesday of this past past week, uh, we we hosted. Uh, I think it was great. Great turnout. Fans, our community came out, really supported it here in Franklin, and. 
the players had a blast. So every anytime you can have the league sort of showcase, you can showcase what we have to offer throughout mm-hmm. the league and the players. Uh, it was a great event. Now, you were telling me about all the places that you travel. You guys go all the way down to Texas. Correct. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like just here in our own backyard. You guys uh, uh, you guys are everywhere. It's it's a pretty um, pretty tough schedule uh, travel-wise throughout the uh, summer. We, we've ranged as far as north of Winnipeg, Canada, all the way down to Cleburne, Texas, which is south of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everywhere in the Midwest, Kansas City, Lincoln, uh, Sioux City, Sioux Falls, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, over to Gary, Indiana, Chicago, Kane County, Lake Country. Yeah, I don't, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. <laughs> but yeah, we, we we get around we get around the Midwest. How are you guys doing? First of all, uh, great. We're at, we have had a great first half of the season, uh, sitting in first place right now. Uh, so we're just trying to take it day to day, and we're having uh, a really good run at it. As far as facilities go. Now, this is relatively new. It's mm-hmm. still, you know, you can still got that new baseball field smell on it. But as far as they go, is this one of the premier it's, stadiums it, in the yeah, league it's, now? it's one of the premier stadiums. Not only just the ballpark, but we have what we have for our players in the area right here at the Ballpark Commons with the Mosh Performance Center and the training facilities, the YMCA, uh, everything that we have that goes along with the actual stadium. Uh, it makes it a premier, premier place. Our guys can come here get better and um you know anything they need to get to reach their goals to get back to affiliated baseball uh we have that here now when you get a guy that was in the big leagues that comes here and he's like playing on all turf because even the infield is turf yeah we were talking about the mound the mound is actually movable yeah and the mound is turf i've never seen that usually on turf fields the mound is at least dirt for pitchers and everything else could be but how do they do they like it they like it yeah they love it uh you know, you get obviously true. It still plays. It's not like the old-fashioned turf like right. we, we remember back from Three Rivers. The State. old AstroTurf. Yeah, the yeah. old AstroTurf. It's not like cement. It it plays really true. Um, it plays like, I mean, it's still it's still nice and easy hops for your right. infielders. And but they they have they've they've always loved it. They they have no complaints. And uh, you know, a day like today where it's it's a, a bit rainy and. Uh, we'd have the tarp on right now. We don't even need it, and uh, we'll re- hopefully be ready to play baseball tonight at 6:35 against Lincoln. Yeah, everything's supposed to clear out of here by about two o'clock yeah. this afternoon, yeah. so you guys should be pretty good, pretty good to go. Now, as far as t- attendance goes, how do you yeah. guys do in comparison to the rest of the league? Oh, good, good. I mean, our, there, there's a couple ballparks that are bigger, um, but sometimes when you go to those ballparks, they don't fill it up, so it, it feels like you're playing in an empty s- stadium. Right. Uh, we do a really good job here. We have the we have the bowl right here that's usually pretty full, and one of the neatest parts is the uh, outfield over left the left field wall there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a place where a lot of kids they'll sort right. of <laughs> they'll hibernate over there and hope for a home run ball right. over at right field as well. So um, it's it's neat because it's spread out. We have the hop yard. Um, I think it's an all you can eat, all you can drink area mm-hmm. for one price. Right, a lot of beers, a lot of. <laughs> A lot of brats, yeah. and um, it's it's a unique ballpark, um, very open, uh, modern, and uh, I don't think there's a bad view anywhere. So right. we do we do really well. So yeah. where are you originally from? I'm um, from a city called Jamestown, New York, okay. about an hour south of Buffalo. How did you end up here? Um, so I and back in 2014, uh, I started working for Mike Zimmerman. Uh, Mike uh, owned a team in a collegiate summer league out in Jamestown, New York. So I was actually managing that team uh, for five years. And uh, so I got to know Mike, and um, I 
did a fairly good job, I guess. And Mike uh, sort of brought me on board over here mm-hmm. one, once the expansion took place uh, with the Milkmen. And right. uh, I've worked for Mike um, for, yeah, this is going on the 10th season now. How close or – because you said you you do have an affiliation with Major League Baseball. Yeah. Do you get a ton of scouts? Yeah, yeah. We just had, uh, you know, the All-Star game. We, we had our stands littered with scouts, and uh, I'm in constant contact. We do have – all of our data now, we're partnered with uh, Rapsodo, who's our analytical, like our statistical data. I know some some leagues use TrackMan and different things, but we're Rapsodo, and our information gets sent over to the MLB. And, uh, yeah, we're in constant contact because they're always looking for, you know, maybe there's an injury the Brewers have in AAA, and they need to sign a player. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have we have a, one of our top hitters, Brian Torres, um, league batting champ last year. He was a former Brewers farmhand. So he's, you know, so it's it's unique. You see all these guys from different organizations, and um, they're all coming to together to try to win ball games and yeah. get back. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering because you've got obviously the minor league system, you know, A, single A, double A, triple A, yeah. and then how? Because you would assume there's scouts everywhere trying to find a diamond in the rough somewhere yeah. that they can locate somebody that's kind of maybe came here, refine their skills, maybe ready to go back or. You know, somebody that came here first and then exponentially got better, and now it's time to sign them. That's exactly it. You know, there's so many guys that maybe they were signed when they were 18 years old. They never really reached their potential when they were 24, 25, and they've been six, seven years in the you know minor leagues. Mm-hmm. They come here and they and they they find their game. You know, they're comfortable. Um, you know, I always say it. You know, they don't have a hundred different coaches telling them a hundred different things how to get to the big leagues and they sort of come here they can relax and play baseball and they, and they find their game um you know a former um a milwaukee resident adam walker we had a couple years back uh he was a high pick with the twins and got to triple a um anyway he came here for a couple years mvp of the league i think he went to milwaukee lutheran high school but now he's over in japan he was an all-star in japan and found his way over there and now he's in the big leagues in japan and doing great so uh, it's just everyone has a different path, and that's yeah. sort of what we we look at. And uh, it's it's a high level double A, triple A baseball here. Um, you know, a lot of guys with a lot of experience, and yeah. you come watch them, you're like you're very very impressed by the talent yeah. that there is. That's awesome. Well, yeah. you guys got a game tonight, and we thank you for uh, helping out with Fisher House, Wisconsin, obviously, yeah. which is something near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And if people want to get tickets, again, the link is over on the Facebook fan page. You can also check it out on Twitter. And you can buy some tickets to tonight's contest. A portion of the proceeds go to Fisher House, Wisconsin. And you can come out here and check out the Milwaukee Milkman. Man, great talking to you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And your sister lives in Green Bay. Yeah, she uh, originally from New York. and uh, How how does your sister make it to Green Bay? uh, Her husband, my brother-in-law, he's originally from Green Bay. Okay. uh, Yeah, she's been all over the country now. But she just built a house up in Green Bay and... uh, her, her wedding, I don't know, 10 years ago now was was up at Lambeau Field. So oh, wow. even, even though we're big Bills fans. I was uh, going to say Bills fan, Jets fan, or Giants fan. So Bill, Bills definitely fan, okay. Bills. And, uh, you know, now her husband's a big Packers fan. So right. we can at least hope for a Bills-Packers Super Bowl. Sure. So And then after that, the family fight begins, and then there's arrests and charges <laughs> yeah, exactly. and everything else. Yeah. It's great to talk to you. I appreciate All you right. stopping by. Right, thanks, Bill. Anthony Barone, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got a lot more to get to. Don't forget, Tim Allen, host of the Big Baseball postgame show is going to join us coming up here just after the top of the hour. So stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show live out here at Franklin Field coming up right after this. 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at every plumbing and heating, and right now at every plumbing and heating in La Crosse, Trimbolo County, Monroe County, Vernon County, Jackson County. They've got a lot going on. They've got uh, water heater replacement repairs, new construction remodeling, septic system installation. I can go on and on. Outside faucets, inside faucets, you name it. Garage heaters as well. They do it all. And uh, that's our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating. They are big-time, big-time supporters of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd for Fisher House, Wisconsin. And uh, they also were founded by a Korean War veteran, Clayton Every, back in 1969. Third generation they are. Call them over there, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. And you can uh, get a hold of Craig. And whether you're looking for a job, you want to maybe go work for a terrific company, or you need some help in any one of those areas, every plumbing and heating, they can do it for you, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. So, uh, again, don't forget, coming up here after the top of the hour, our buddy Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show, is going to be joining us, and we'll talk with him uh, about this Brewers team and about the need, even though the Brewers have pretty much dominated the Reds throughout the season, uh, the need for uh, for this game today. Need a big one today. Um, and I know that, you know, right now the, the the Brewers, even though they hold the season series and they're a half game up and all is not lost, but you would certainly like to uh, put another, just, a, just another hammer on Cincinnati today. You know, get back to winning series. Don't lose back-to-back series. Remember, they lost the series against Atlanta. You don't want to lose, lose a series against the Reds. And remember, you, the, your next trip is Atlanta. You got Atlanta coming up for the uh, for the weekend series. So you really want to get this one today and get away on getaway day, feeling pretty good and heading into Atlanta after that. Because after that, uh, we're going to start getting down to the nitty-gritty when it comes to deal time. Uh, a lot of rumors floating around out there. No Otani is not going to end up in Milwaukee. I would be shocked. I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if he ended up in Cincinnati, quite honestly with you. Even though Cincinnati, they've got a uh, almost an embarrassment of riches in their minor league system. They're considered one of the better minor league systems out there. Uh, I just can't imagine them going after uh, Otani. I, it'd be great to get his bat and to get his arm. They, they need they, – they, boy, I tell you what, you pick up a guy like Otani, put him in this division – against Chicago, against Pittsburgh, against St. Louis, because the, the Brewers aren't going to face the Reds anymore. But you put him in this division, and, uh, boy, uh, especially uh, with his arm, it, it certainly could make a difference. I don't doubt that, but I just can't see I can't see the Reds after all this time building up uh, that farm system only to start to, you know, kind of pilfer it away uh, when they still have a lot of good young talent down there that they're pretty high on for a rental player. So I just don't see it happening. But – you know, who knows? We'll talk with Tim Allen coming up after the top of the hour about it. Did you learn anything about the American Association League one grant bills? Bill, I was going to compliment you on your outstanding interview skills because, yes, I did. And I know nothing about the Milkmen. I'm a, I'm a Northwoods right. League guy, I think, as a lot of the state is. We have the Express or the Loggers or the Mallards. The Milkmen are in Milwaukee, but I, I don't think a lot of us know much about 
their connection to other leagues and other level of baseball. And I don't know how much expertise you have. You sounded like an expert. I wanted to tip my cap to you for an outstanding interview. I felt like I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and I got to be honest, I sat and talked with Anthony Barone, their manager, for about 10 minutes before we went on the air about some of the things we would discuss. But I did not realize that I thought this was a mix of collegiate players and, you know, pros either going to or coming out of, you know, Major League Baseball. I did not realize this was all paid players, so to speak, that this is their professional players. Uh, whereas the Northwoods League, these are collegiate players that are looking to kind of hone their skills, and then they go back to college. You know, they then they go back to whatever institution they're playing for. But this is kind of the, you know, the Northwoods League is kind of their summer league. You know, after the College Baseball World Series ends, yeah. then you've got the Northwoods League. Where this, this is, this is the minor leagues of the minor leagues for pros. And, uh, you know, we were sitting here talking off the air, and he was saying there's so many guys – that either you get drafted or you don't get drafted. And if you don't get drafted, you have a choice. You can go into, you can get signed by a major league team. But he said there's some guys, and he had mentioned it on the air, but didn't get as, in, as deep into it. There's some guys that get into, into like a big league program. And you've got a manager from the big leagues during camp telling you one thing, a hitting coach telling you another, the GM telling you another. Uh, and then it kind of goes from there. He said, and guys get overwhelmed with what it is they're supposed to do if the philosophy of the organization is, like, dispersed imp- inappropriately and or improperly. Uh, he said, here, we've got one objective. We just, you play to get better, you play every day, and you play to win. And that's it. You know, now they do have, you know, hitting coaches and all that kind of stuff, and they do have analytics, and they do have television cameras here that they use and such. But he said, here, it's just one message. It's just go play ball. Just go find your game again. Go do what you do and and just try to get better. And then when you get recognized, then you can get back into that system. And then you've got a good kind of mental mindset as to what it is you need to do or where you need to go to be successful. But he was telling me there was a guy, and I don't want to use his name, but he was in the uh, Blue Jays organization. And he came here to play because he got drafted, was in double A almost immediately, and he was being told three different things. The general manager, the manager, and then his manager in double A were telling him three different things of what he was going to do. He was an outfielder. They were trying to convert him to a shortstop, which he wasn't, but he was a center fielder because he had good speed. He was uncomfortable. He didn't know what to work on. And finally, he just said, enough. He, he couldn't take the, the, you know, the triple three people pulling him in a different direction. So he left. He left the Blue Jays, came here, and kind of honed his skill – and now he's back with another organization in in Major League Baseball. But uh, yeah, it's it's it was interesting. It's a really cool dichotomy uh, of baseball players that uh, that play in this particular league. So I, I I found it rather rather insightful. And I always see that stadium down in Chicago as I'm driving along the outside the, the outer Beltway of Chicago. I always see that baseball stadium off to my right when I'm going south. And I've always wondered who plays it. Now I know that's part of this American Association League, uh, and that's the Chicago team. Uh, So anyway, some interesting stuff. Speaking of interesting stuff in baseball, Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show. He's going to join us coming up next. And then Matt LaFleur, as his team got ready to take the field today, and uh, the players were going to jump on the kids' bikes today and such. You're going to hear Matt LaFleur. He spoke to the media a little while ago. So you got that coming up. 
as well. Stay tuned. We are broadcasting live. We're at Franklin Field. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Robert's Specialty Meats. I was down there yesterday, picked up a bunch of stuff for grilling out this weekend up at uh, Road America. Thanks to Paul Robert and the gang. But don't forget, for the Milkman game tonight, go to the Facebook page or my Twitter account, click on the link to order the tickets, and a portion of the proceeds goes to Fisher House, Wisconsin. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. 